This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, and welcome to the Butterfly Connection. Connecting your soul to source with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. We are all connected, and we are not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, gain movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. It's It's time time to fly. This is BK7, Disconnect to Reconnect. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. We hope you are having a wonderful week and a blessed day. We're so happy to have you back this week. What we'd love to talk about today is connection, how we are connecting to ourselves, connecting to other people, connecting to source connecting to our spiritual team, like our angels and guides, basically what that connection is, what it looks like, and how we can bring that to the forefront of how we live our daily lives. Yes, exactly. So the question posed is, are you connected at all? Or are you disconnected? And maybe you don't even know that. Or you do know that, and you're not quite sure how to reconnect. One of the things that I have noticed I'm guilty of, and I'm sure a lot of you are guilty of out there, is the disconnection that has occurred with the ability to have all of this technology now. So here we've got the social media, and we've got all these news outlets, and we're constantly on our devices connecting with people you know, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or Snapchat or all of these ways to connect with people. However, we're connecting with people, but we're doing it by sitting on a couch all by ourselves with the phone in front of our faces. So really, the question to be asked is, are we really connecting with people If what we're doing is sitting alone in our house, reading about other people's lives. Right. And I think also another important question to ask is, why? Why are we sitting and focusing so much of our lives and our attention to our devices in physically and emotionally talking to the people around us or just checking in with ourselves? And if you think about it, when you're sitting by yourself in your house trying to make some kind of a connection through an electronic device, that's lonely. That's lonely. We all thrive on the physicality of being around someone, of being able to be hugged or, you know, someone grabs your hand or if you're having a really bad day, if you can physically talk to somebody and they can give you a hug and they can empathize with you and you can talk to them face to face and feel this loving, comforting energy, that is such a big difference in contrast of going on to a social media platform and saying, 
I'm having a really bad day. This is what happened. And then you just get comments of, oh, it's okay. We'll be there for you. Now, that's great. It's great to know that we have people out there who can send us positive love and light from afar, but it still isn't the same as that person who can literally give you the hug and give you the comfort and give you the support in the same space that you're holding. Right, exactly. And if you think about it, you know, we are all energy, but on this plane, on Earth, God has bestowed upon us a body, a physical body with senses. And we have all of them, and they're all working in tandem with one another. The sense of, of touch, hearing, seeing, speaking, plus feeling emotionally. And that can even be a physical response. And so, since God has bestowed that upon us, then it is so important for us to use those senses. And I mean, I know I'm guilty of this too, being on an electronic device. How many times have you sent a text message to someone and you've meant it to mean one specific thing, yet the person on the other end, on the receiving end of it, totally interprets it completely differently? And you're like, wow, I don't understand. That's not what I meant. Because our speaking to one another, that energetic connection can't happen through a phone. It can't happen through the computer. It can't happen through these electronic devices. So part of spiritual growth, at least for me, is getting off of the device, getting out of the lonely space that we've kind of put ourselves in in this day and age and just talking to people. And touching upon what Sarah said, there is no way to, to uh, have a tone in a text message. However, we all are guilty of assuming tones. And then what happens with that is we just assume that, oh my gosh, that person is mad at me, or how dare they speak to me that way, when for all you know, that person over there really actually just meant what they said without any tone involved. But guess what we forget to do? We, we don't talk to each other. So do we get on the phone and say, hey, you know, you sent me this text message and I really got this impression like maybe I did something that irritated you or I said something or are you mad at me or I don't appreciate the way that that came across. We don't do that. And, and we just assume things about people. And when we assume things about people, then we're creating like this chaotic situation that doesn't even need to be there. And I really, truly feel that the biggest reason why we are doing this is we've now adapted this fear of confrontation, even if it's not a negative confrontation. We're literally now afraid to call each other up and actually have an honest, mature, authentic conversation about maybe how we're feeling or if we don't see something the right way. And what does that do? That creates more disconnect and more discord in our life that is completely unnecessary, which all of that just makes us more isolated and more alone and more disconnected. Yes, absolutely. And piggybacking off of that, not only do we have this occurring, but we also have judgment. So there's the fear of confrontation. There's a, an assumption that we make about each other. And since we are now at the point of disconnection, we can't even read each other's body language 
to even understand that what it is we're saying is sparking some kind of an emotion in someone else. So when you assume things about people and you fear having confrontation, then you start to judge them. And at that point, the disconnection is completely there and can be difficult to come back from. Yes. And just like in our podcast, BK3, Letting Go of Labels, I talk extensively about how people put labels on us and we start to integrate those labels. Here is a prime example of how that can even occur. And then what happens? Now you got people talking about you, that you're this way, you're that way, and and the energy's flying towards you, and then you get stuck in this cycle, and it's just, it's not healthy. None of it is healthy. Yeah, social media is wonderful, but we have to have a balance. We have to have a balance. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, going further with this, some things that we could do, I think, that can help us to come back from disconnect. And, and I, I think, uh, well, I've done this a little bit with my son. It, it's like setting aside the time for it. So if you really feel guided to connect with people online, we're not saying that you should just give up your phone forever, but it's a balance. And as we talked about in our podcast about self-care, you have to create a balance in your life. So social media can be there, maybe just not eight hours a day or 10 hours a day. What if you picked it up and said, I'm going to dedicate the next 30 minutes to this and then be able to walk away from it and make it a point to say, "Okay, now we're going to go outside and go for a walk and reconnect with nature. Or I'm going to give a a call to my friend that I haven't spoken with in a month because, my friends, it's so different hearing someone's voice than it is through looking at a bunch of, you know, letters or sentences on a screen. Mm -hmm. One way to start reconnecting with other people and to reconnect with yourself again, because think about it, when you're starting to reconnect physically with other people, then you're starting to reconnect with yourself as well. Maybe it's time to start thinking about what are the important things that I'm getting on and looking at on social media. Now, like we've said before, we are trying to create a community of like-minded awakeners. We would certainly hope that you would find us to be worthwhile, you know, getting on and, and doing these exercises and listening to us. But really, if there's things that you're wasting your minutes, and I say minutes because it's amazing what you can get done in a couple minutes. I sometimes challenge myself in that way. What can I do in a minute or two? But really, if you can find ways to carve out the important things that you want to be looking at and reading and staying in touch with from the social media aspect, you can carve out time there and then step aside and go, okay, once a week, I want to talk to my best friend on the phone. Even if it's a two minute conversation, even if it's a, hey, I was thinking about you and I thought I'd give you a call and see how you're doing. That's a great way to start reconnecting with people again. It's not about having to have a 30-minute conversation or an hour conversation. You pick those people who are meaningful to you, who give you value in your life, and start to make the effort 
to have more of the connection, the physical connection with one another. And then don't forget about yourself. We talk about this in our self-care episode. You have to take care of yourself. If you're stuck on social media all the time and you're feeling alone, where are you getting the self-care? There is no self-care there. Make sure you're carving out some time, whether it be take that walk in nature. And while you're taking the walk in nature, look at the beauty around you or take the time and meditate or take the time and get to know yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think you can even go even deeper into that, you know, because like I said before, we all experience things with all of our senses, not just one of them. So if you take that walk outside, smell what you're smelling, you know, whether it be the trees or the, or the fresh cut grass, hear what's around you, feel the ground underneath your feet and look up into the sky. What do you see? I think part of the reconnection to ourselves and to other people is being 100% completely aware, fully aware. I think a lot of times When we get into the hustle and the bustle of the day, we focus on one or two tasks at hand, which only might require one sense or two senses, like looking at a computer screen all day long at work or having to be talking on the phone all day if that's something that is your job. But this is also true in meditation. When you do meditation, you aren't just using one sense, you are using all of them. So I think that's important to mention in getting back to becoming connected with you. Yes. And as you get connected with you, another key component is focusing on the now. We spend so much time, we're either thinking about things in the past that we wish we said, wish we'd done, or wish things went another way, or we're thinking about, oh, at 5.30, I have to do this and this and this, and this is all the things I need to get done, and it's 12.00. And yeah, you have to have the list, but my goodness, how about at 12, you just take a minute, you're probably eating lunch at that point, or you maybe should be eating lunch at that point if you haven't had lunch yet. Take the time and sit down and chew your food and taste it and appreciate the fact that that you're able to eat and drink and that you're nourishing your body. And not only are you nourishing your body, but you're feeding your soul. So as you start to reconnect in the moment with yourself and you start to do that on a daily basis and you start to reconnect with other people, this is the beauty of that. Now you're going to start to connect with your soul. And that is the core of what we're trying to get to, our soul connection. Yes. One thing I'd like to say that has really affected me this week. I was on Facebook, ironically enough, and a very good friend of mine, Kara Achterberg, had a live video and she got the message just for one hour. She got that message in the middle of the night when she couldn't sleep. And I just wanted to give a shout out to her to say thank you for that, because that made a huge impact in thinking about the now and getting to the now in a a quiet space, I think, is the first step to reconnecting with the soul. Yes. And as we start to reconnect with the soul, then we can start to reconnect with our angels, our guides, with source, with whoever you connect with. 
on a soul level, that is where you can start to hear that guidance and connection. Yes. And, and it comes in differently for everybody. So, you know, whatever you identify with, whether it's a little voice that pops into your head, like it did for my friend Kara, or if it's something that you see on a billboard, I mean, like spirit gives us signs. I've said this before, but we all get our messages differently. It's, it's just if things are too loud in our lives, we have to turn the volume down of our life so that we can reconnect and be able to hear the messages that spirit is trying to give and our angels and our guides and source. Yes, absolutely. So for this week, the biggest thing we want you to start doing, because we don't want to throw too many things on your plate at one time. First of all, start connecting with people. Start carving out that time to connect with yourself. Connecting with source, that is something that will come after those things. And I can almost guarantee you that Sarah and I will elaborate more on that in our next episode next week so that you really can truly get an understanding of how you can connect with your guides and your angels. But for now, take the time and spend a little less time on social media and a little more time with you and a little more time with the people around you who are important to you. Yes. And don't forget to see, to feel, to hear, to taste, to touch, to use all of your senses to help you to do that. We would love to have you back here next week. Thank you so much. Check out our Facebook page and our group. We're going to have lots of interactive stuff on there at the Butterfly Connection, spelled with the K, K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. And part of lots of stuff on our group is we will be doing an affirmation challenge, which this is a great time to be doing that because as you connect with yourself, you'll have those daily affirmations that you can connect with. So come on over to thebutterflyconnection.com for the guided journaling and to the group page, The Butterfly Connection, where we will have the daily affirmation challenge for the month. Yes, absolutely. Have a fantastic blessed week and we look forward to coming back and chatting with you next week. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. Check out our website at thebutterflyconnection.com and download our free weekly guided journaling exercises. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.